0: Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo
1: bhagavate vasudevaya
0: Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om bhagavate vasudevaya,
1: Om vasudevaya. Om So
0: today we are reading from Shreeman Bhagavan, sixth canto, text number two. <tries> Pravriti Lakshan as Chaiva. Pravriti Lakshan as Chaiva. Lakshan as त्राई गुन्या विषयो मुनि त्राई गुन्या विषयों हैं त्राई गुन्या विषयो मुनि गनया Yo Guna e. Sarga Puna Puna. Guna Sarva
1: Puna.
0: Prapritri Lakshan Chaiva. Prakriti Lakshanas. Prabiti Lakshana
1: Shaiva.
0: Prakriti Lakshan Ashaiva. Traigunya Vishya Yomuni. Traigunya Vishuni. Traigunya Vishomuni. Taikunya sivuni. Yosa walena prakrate.
1: Yosa.
0: Yosawaleena Prakrate
1: Yosavena Prakrate
0: Guna Sarga Punapuna
1: Guna
0: Guna Sarga Punapuna puna. Guna Word to Word Translation pravritti by Inclination By Inclination Lakshanaha, Lakshanaha. Symptomized. symptomized cha, cha. Also. also eva, eva. indeed, indeed. tri-gunya, the, the three modes of nature, vishaya, vishaya. vishaya. Possessing, as possessing as objectives, muni, Ine. oh great sage, oh, sage. ya, yeah. 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 which also. also that yeah. alena prakriti. Of one who is not freed from the clutches of Maya. Of
1: Guna
0: Sarga, in which there is a creation of material bodies. In which there is a creation of material bodies. Puna Puna, Puna, Puna. Again, and again. again and again. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada. O great Sukadeva Goswami, unless the living entity is freed from the infection of the material modes of nature, he receives different types of bodies in which to enjoy or suffer, and according to the body, is understood to have various inclinations. By following this inclination, he traverses the path called Pravriti Marga by which one may be elevated to the heavenly planets as you have already described within brackets in the third candle. Okay, purple. <coughs> we read the purple. All of you, please be attentive. It's yes. very good PowerPoint, interesting. And then we'll discuss further. As Lord Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita, 9.25, Yanti deva vrita devan, yanti Bhūtāni yanti bhūteja, yanti mat, uh, api Those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods. Those who worship ghosts and spirits will take birth among such beings. Those who worship ancestors go to the ancestors and ancestors, and to those who worship me will live with me. Because of the influence of the various modes of nature, the living entities have various tendencies or propensities. As long as one is materially attached. He wants to be elevated to the heavenly planets because of his attraction to the material world. The Supreme Personality of God declares, however, those who worship me come to me. If one has no information about the Supreme Lord and his abode, one tries to be elevated only to the higher material position. But when one concludes that, in the material world, there is nothing but repeated birth and death, he tries to return home, back to Godhead. If one attains that destination, he need never return to this material world. gatvāna nivartante taddama paramam mama As Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, in chaitanya charitamrita madhya leela 19.151 <coughs> <coughs> brahmite jeeva guru krishna prasade bhakti lata according to the karmas all living entities are wandering throughout oh, the entire universe some of them are being elevated to upper planetary system and some of them are going down into the lower planetary system. Out of many millions of wandering living entities, one who is very fortunate gets an opportunity to associate with a bona fide spiritual master by the grace of Krishna. By the mercy of both Krishna and the spiritual master, such a person receives the seed of the creeper of devotional service. All living entities are rotating throughout the universe, going sometimes up to the higher planetary systems and sometimes down to the lower planets. This is a material disease which is known as pravritti marga When one becomes intelligent, intelligent, he takes to Nivritti Marga, the path of liberation, and thus, instead of rotating within this material world, he returns home, back to Godhead. This is necessary. Om Agyana Timarandasya Jana Shalakaya, Chakshur Unmilitam Ena Dasnay Shri Gurudevam Sri Chaitanya Mano Pistam Sapita Maena Swayam Rupa Katamahi Tadatista Tadantikam Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadara Sri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Krishna. Hare Krishna. So we are into the second verse of sixth, <coughs> canto. sixth canto, halfway through, right? Do anyone know how long it took for us to complete canto 1 to 6? How many years? Roughly. 2012 or 13 years. I don't know. You are the person to answer. <laughs> Approximately. Two thousand eleven or something is it? That I'm saying. So probably around eight to nine years. Okay. So probably, probably in the next nine years we might finish Bhagavad. Hopefully. If Krishna will finish. Okay. What's happening so far? Review. Towards the end of the fifth canto. Sukadeva Goswami gave a very elaborate description of various planets including hellish planets and the terrible suffering of living entity in various aspects in various planets as well yes so so it's so terrible you know it's terrifying it's frightening after hearing that Maharaj Parikshit is a devotee, is compassionate in nature. We have to understand one point <coughs> that Maharaj Parishit has got only seven days to live and sixth canto is already on, which means almost three days is gone. Three days are over for him. Another four, three to four more days is left over. But yet... He was so compassionate to ask what is the well-being of others? How the living entity can be saved from such kind of terrible pains? And therefore Sukadeva Goswami is going to answer further in this cantos as we go. Initially if you see the first five verses. <coughs> yeah? I'm just going to read only one line. Just see what you observe, okay? In the first five verses. Oh Maharaj Parishik said, Oh my Lord, O oh Sukadeva Gosam. This is the first verse. You have already described in the second canto the path of liberation. Verse 2. By following this inclination he traverses the path called Nibrithi Marga by which one may be elevated to the heavenly planets as you have already described in third canto. Text number three. You have already described at the end of fifth canto the varieties of Elish planet that result from impious activities. Text number four. Oh my lord, you have described the dyn- 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 dynasties and characteristics of King Preyavarta and King Uttanapada and all that. And now, in the sixth verse, Parashit Maharaj is going to talk. So in the five verses, what's happening? What did I read now? Five texts. I, I read the sentence, right? So what is it happening? What is happening there? Yeah. Maharaj Pahishi has been listening attentively and very intelligently he repeats what Sukadeva Goswami has told him so far because even if you see (coughs) ordinarily in the professional circles it is said that one must repeat. What one has heard so far, so that the understanding is clear and to avoid any potential misunderstanding. A teacher will do that, they repeat it. Yeah? In the same way, Maharaj Parish is intelligently repeating Oh, Sukadeva goes for me, Oh, my Lord, you said in the first verse, He said about Canto 2, and in the second verse, He says Canto 3. And in the third verse he says canto four and five. And in the f- fifth canto, he ta- in the fifth verse he talks about prayavartan and all that. Yeah? So he is although he is going to die in seven days, he's constantly listening very attentively. So this is a point to note. Attention. Whereas we, we listen to only Less than one hour of class, but we can't remember, isn't it? Look at the attention of Maharaj Parishad, which is which it deserves mention here. <coughs> so, in the first verse, it is mentioned about the mark. What mark is mentioned in the verse one? Nivriti mark. So, in the second verse, mark marg is mentioned, part. Hmm? In Vedic injunction, there are two parts that is given for a human. If we, if we are a human, you are given two parts. That is what the Vedic science is. So, what are the Parts. One is Nivritti mark and the other one is Pravriti mark. So, what is Nivritti mark? Which is said in the first verse Nivritti mark means the path of spiritual advancement Mm -hmm. for which one must control the senses and the mind. Okay? The second one is pravriti mark. What is pravriti mark? Sense enjoyment. Regulated sense enjoyment. Very important. Yeah? Because sense enjoyment is only for animals. It's not for humans. Technically speaking. Pravriti mark means animals. Because they don't have karma. It's not like that for the human being. So human being has to be regulated. Which means what? Senses are there. You want to enjoy the senses. No problem. Follow some authority. Yes? Follow authority. That is what it is. If you follow the scripture's authority, then you are a devotee. If you don't follow, then you are a non-devotee. You are a demon. And demons generally do not have, do not follow... Any Yeah. That is what that they, they do not follow
1: yeah.
0: Nivritti mark as such, and they do not have any concept of yeah. Pravritti mark exactly. Got the point? This is what it is. Demons or animals, they do not know Nivritti mark because they don't know spiritual advancement, nor do they have any concept of. Pravritti mark, because Pravritti mark means enjoy but restriction. Follow authority. If you do not have authority, then you are a demon, you are an animal. That's what the scriptures are saying. So, yesterday, Parshik Maharaj is saying, you are talking about the subject matter relating to Canto 2. And he was saying What was he saying And what was Srila Prabhupada saying In the purport yesterday Just a quick recap Is <coughs> Prabhupada says That naturally one has got An inclination for karma Isn't it Because you've got, we are embodied first of all We have got senses So naturally It's natural It's not unnatural It's natural for us to see to hear. To talk. Hands, movements. Yeah? It's natural for us. So therefore, people have a tendency to take up karma yoga first. Karma. And then, as their wise become wise, they take up jnana by getting knowledge. Huh? And when the knowledge matures, this is a point to note. When the knowledge matures, which Krishna explains in? Chapter 7 He says that Knowledge matures Then he becomes a jnani Because Krishna says that Of all the types of people Who surrender to him The jnani is the best So what is a jnani special? Because he matures What is that maturity? The maturity means Free from material desires It's not an easy step though. Because we are doing Krishna Consciousness, for us it's easy. But a jnani is not aware of Krishna Consciousness. Therefore he has to control his senses by restriction. He must control. That is what his his, um, uh, phenomena is, his procedure is. For us it's not a problem. You offer it to Krishna and you eat it. For him he has to control. No, no, no. Apple is a good, no, fruit is there, I will not eat. No, no, no. That's how he works like And once he matures in karma yoga, then he can come to bhakti. But having said that, bhakti yoga itself is so powerful. It doesn't depend on karma or jnana. But if you want to go through the process, Karma yoga, jnana yoga and then bhakti yoga. Patshila Prabhupada has directly given us this process. Bhakti yoga where this bhakti yoga doesn't depend on karma yoga or jnana yoga. It's so powerful by itself. That is why I just read that one sentence which we discussed, which has been discussed in verse 1. Just one point, that will be very clear. What is he saying? Bhakti Yoga itself is so powerful that even an impious man with no assets in Karma Yoga or an illiterate with no asset in Jnana Yoga can undoubtedly be elevated to the spiritual world if he simply adheres to Bhakti Yoga. See? You need not have to have any assets. Assets means any previous uh, uh, Sukriti. Straight to the bhakti yoga is so powerful. Hmm? That has been discussed yesterday. Okay? So in today's work verse, Parishit Maharaj is talking about subject matter relating to Canto 3. So what is said there? What is being said there? Pravriti Marka. Yeah. He's talking about pravritti Marka, which means the process of enjoyment with restriction. But because Srila Prabhupada introduced in the previous verse Bhakti Yoga, now again Srila Prabhupada is introducing one more factor in this verse. What is that? He says mercy, which is the essence of bhakti. The essence of bhakti is mercy. Without mercy, we cannot do anything. And how do we know that Srila Prabhupada is talking about mercy? What is the proof? What is the verse he is quoting? Hmm. Brahmananda <laughs> By the mercy of Krishna, you get a spiritual master. By the mercy of the spiritual master and Krishna, you get Krishna and his abode. etc. So the mercy component has been described. Has been described in this ch- chapter. Interesting enough, in this process of Pravrti Marga, it does not matter whether a person is pious or impious. What is pious? What is impious? Pious means you follow the religious. Scriptures properly, your prescribed duties, follow according to the religiosity or according to the scriptures and therefore you get good credits, pious activity. But if you violate the spiritual injunction, it will lead to impious activities. So in Pravriti Mar, whether it is pious or impious, it does not matter. It's all the same. It's useless in one sense. Because if you get pious credits, what will you do? What is your next destination? Uh, Yes, go up. Srila Prabhupada says. If you are impious, what is your next destination? Down. So Srila Prabhupada uses the word rotating. Mm -hmm. Jaint will. rotating. One time you are on the top. Yeah? And within few seconds, you know, you'll be down, and then within few seconds, you'll be on the top. So, rotating, Prabhupada used that word rotating in the material world, he did not say revolving, I told you he used that word rotating. Rotating through different karma, through different species bodies. So, In pravriti mark, it does not matter whether you are doing pious or impious acts. To prove this, in the story of Ajamila, what does it matter? Did it matter for him any pious or impious activity? No. How? How can you say? Because he was very impious. Why not? He was also pious when he was young. He was a brahmana. You know what? You know he has done the perfect. You know. As a Brahmana executed He executed his prescribed duties He was not uh, Just sitting and folding his hands like that He was doing his prescribed duties As a Brahmana very nicely So that was his pious credits And then soon That is how the nature Srila Prabhupada says Material word is a disease One will be infected By virus We are seeing that Material world means infection Either through the mind or through the body Through the mind bad deeds Through the body coronavirus You have got An anti-vaccine For the body What is an anti-vaccine for your mind? Hare you? Krishna This is the anti-vaccine How many people know this? Okay yeah? this anti vaccine is given by the spiritual doctor that anti vaccine is given by the material. material doctor the process is the same but the approach is different so ajamala in his young age he was doing his executing his uh, religious duties very nicely please make point make this point Note this point. And then later on, a slip. And then he married a prostitute and etc. etc. But what did what saved him? What saved him? Devotional service. The Lord's holy name saved him. Not the pious, not the impious activities, right? The Lord's name saved him at the end. Solpam abhyasya. Solpam abhyasya dharmasya Mahato Little bit of endeavor in this process will make one perfect. Because that is how it is. Because Krishna, we are dealing with Krishna whose perfect being. We cannot see anyone perfect in this material world. Yeah? Completely perfect and completely spiritual beyond the three modes. Therefore, the process is perfect. Everything is perfect. In short. So, impious or pious, it does not matter. Okay? And therefore, in Ajamala pastimes, what do we learn? It's going to come now. At least we learn two important aspects. What is that? The pious or the impious, it does not matter. And two, the holy name is very essential. That is one which protects. Minimum two, minimum takeaway is two. Hmm? It does not matter in this material world. Or in other words, any material activity which is producing pious or impious, it does not matter. Because it is useless. But what matters is devotional service to Krishna, the chanting of the Holy Name. That will come to our rescue. Right. So moving forward, now, in the purport, today's purport, Srila Prabhupada has said this one. Okay, what did he say? Hmm. Those who worship me, come to me. Srila Prabhupada is explaining that. So, if one has no information about the Supreme Lord and his abode, one tries to be elevated only to the higher material position. But when one concludes that in the material world, there is nothing but repeated birth and death, he tries to return home back to Godhead. And if one attains that destination, he need never return to the material world. So, what is happening there? What is Srila Prabhupada trying to say? Yeah, that is right, uh, Mataji. But what is essence, what is he trying to express? talk No? See, most of the people they do not know Krishna consciousness. That was running in Srila Prabhupada's mind. Okay? If you know Krishna, you go to his abode, isn't it? If you do not know Krishna, where will you go? That's the question. Where will you go? Where will we go if you do not know Krishna? Prabhupada says, what is that? Rotating. So, that is what Srila Prabhupada is again saying. If you do not know Krishna, then you know only the material world. Correct? Because, see, if you know Krishna, you know his abode. Spiritual abode. And then you have an intention or inclination to go. If you do not know Krishna, you know only the material world then what happens in the material world? Repeated birth and death. Because either you go up or down. That's the choice we have got. Or stay in the middle. Middle, up, down, middle. That's it. Because we are in the middle. For us, our choice is to go up or down. We do not have information. For people who do not have information, Srila Prabhupada is concerned, what will happen? They will be rotating. Different births and death. This is his concern. Hmm? So, what is the root cause of this? Let us try to analyze a little bit deeper. Hmm? The rotation. What is the cause of this rotation? This okay. i just make it before So we, we will see what's happening. So in what is the reason? Krishna very clearly explains, and Srila Prabhupada also explains the purpose then the main root cause is what? Is there. but ignorance is the main book cause, which we have, already seen, we have already explained now. If you do not know Krishna, that's ignorance. That's what Kaila Prabhupada is saying. If you do not have any information about Krishna and his abode, then person is in ignorance. When you are in ignorance, what will happen? Will Repeated birth and rotating. So that's a cause, ignorance. <laughs> Apart from that, the main problem for us is the three modes of material nature. So Krishna explains in the 13 chapter, 3.22 What does he say? Karanam. Mm-hmm. Correct. Very important verse. Which will lead to us. Okay. 3.22 No. Purusha prakriti Sohi Bumte prakriti jan gumam. Bumte. What is that bumte? Enjoying spirit. So, why is Krishna saying enjoying spirit? What is he saying? Krishna is saying the living entity has got an enjoying spirit because we have been associated with this material world from time, time in memory see if we live in a particular house we are attached to the house isn't it if I am driving a particular car see I might have changed about 3 or 4 cars but all the cars are only private. I, I find comfortable so some particular attachment so if you live in a house, if you have a particular lifestyle, what happens? You are attached to a particular, particular what? House. House, and you are in a particular framework, you are attached to that. And therefore, the propensity is there. See, we did not know, I did not know anything about Krishna conscious in my previous birth, I guess. This birth, I know a little bit. So they are trying to do something. Yeah? So the previous birth, I don't know. I would be a dog or a cat or something. You know? But it would work. And then I would have become something else. So I am associated with the medical world. And therefore, my engine, my propensity is only to enjoy my senses. I do not know anything more than that. Because we discussed that in human being, there is only prakriti mah. And if I am a demon, without knowledge of Krishna, I know only sense gratification and therefore I do not know anything about Krishna and this birth also, I will come to enjoy. This is what is happening. The living entity has got an enjoying propensity because of his contact with the material energy from time immemorial. That's the first reason. And second thing, what happens? The living entity, he does not know spiritual energy. Isn't it? See, if I don't know Krishna consciousness, what will I do? I'll eat, I'll go to a hotel, you know, I'll do a bar, anything, etc., etc. Because I do not know. So I associate with the material energy. Why? To enjoy and to control. Isn't it? Material energy, we enjoy the control, you know, with my senses. I want to enjoy and control. That's point number two. And three, what happens to the material energy? Does it say that yes, you are, metal, I, you are a living energy, I just keep quiet. What does the material energy do to you? If you, if you associate the material energy, what does it do? Prabhu? Dracula. Yes! This is what we learn. Every day we learn. The material energy binds you and gives you bodies. If you come to me, I'll give you a different body. That's what the mental energy is. But I'm saying I don't care, I don't mind, I'll come to you. Different bodies, see? Mm-hmm. If you act on the soul, no more bodies. If you act on the body, one more body. That is how the it has been designed by like that. Yes? So... How we are acting upon? Are we acting on the body or the soul? If In this world, if I act as a body, I will get one more body. Body produces another body. But soul, if you realize, if you self-realize, and if you know that, yes, I am a spirit soul, and then worship the Lord, not only you have to stop with that, obviously if you know that you are a soul, you will come to Krishna. Because a tiny soul always wants to unite with the Supreme Lord. So, and if you unite, then there is no more bodies. This is what scriptures are saying. And Bhagavad Gita Krishna is again and again and again trying. One chapter is given for three modes of between nature. Chapter 14. To understand how it works, how it binds, and how one can be freed from the three modes. So the biggest problem is three modes. Yeah? Now, when we say that the material nature binds and gives other bodies, what is happening during the transaction? Some transaction is happening. Metal energy binds us, gives bodies. Yeah. And in that transaction, what is happening? There is something happening there. Any thoughts? Well, we get attached to that, we become bound. Bound? So, tighten it, And how is it happening? a little bit deeper. Okay. I'm giving a hint, okay? We are having gross body inside body. And we are spirit soul. Okay? We are a combination of body, matter and soul. Soul is there, spirit soul is there inside the body. We are... We have got gross body and body. And when we die, the gross body is destroyed. Because it's material, matter destroyed. But the subtle body is not, dis- it's not destroyed. The subtle body goes to the soul. So what is happening there? How does the subtle body get another body?
1: Depending on the thoughts of the mind.
0: Yes. That's what it is, Impressions. <laughs> Impressions are created on the subtle body. That is our problem. That is what is leading. So any material activity means impression. Any Krishna conscious activity means routine. Yeah. See, Priya has written very nicely all this. Yeah? Material activity means writing on the board. See, it is clear. No one can say what if, Oh, great great Say, goes on. Very clear. This is what is there in the mind. Impression. I do an activity. Impression. Activity. See. But tomorrow, before that she will be rubbing it. So Krishna consciousness means rubbing. The mind will become clear. Like a white board. This is This is a process. Chanting will clear the so for people, imagine, for people who are not chanting, what will happen to their mind? Can you imagine for a minute? It's very scary, yes. Very scary sometimes, I think. Even one day, you know, if it is delayed, for example.
1: Every
0: day, without What will happen? This is what happened. So tomorrow Priya is going to write verse 3 on top of verse 2. That is what is happening. All the people have got nice appearance. But in the mind, you know. So this is known as samskaras, impressions are created. Vedically, we have got a lot of process to refine ourselves. When a child is born, naming ceremony. When he goes to school, one ceremony. When he is married, divana ceremony. When he is dying, some ceremony. This is all removing samskaras. Refinement. But do we have that as people following now? No. So what is happening? They become so mad. Impression Writing on the board Again and again Verse number 1 Verse number 2 Verse number 3 And someone comes and says Give a Vangarum on verse number 3 He will be lost <laughs> This is exactly happening Infection Srila Prabhupada says Material disease Infection How does it uh, a disease come? Does it come like itself? How does a disease come? Infection isn't it? Infection First, it it has to be infected. So, this material energy infects you, and then you get a disease, and then you rotate. It's not the process. So, through the sucking and the gross bodies, we perform activities which may be pious or impious, which may help us or which may make us to go up down. That is due to impressions. So we should be aware of our samskaras, impressions. How are we going to do that? Krishna is again talking in Bhagavad Gita. Chapter 6. Krishna says, with the help of your mind you should go up, elevate, don't go down, don't elevate. So how do we do that? Again Krishna is giving a process. If you are attached to sense gratification, then it is a, the mind will be great. If you are detached from senses, then the mind will upgrade. Because the senses and the sense object has got a natural affinity and that is stored in the mind as impression. And therefore, detached from sense objects. Krishna is explaining the sixth chapter. And by detaching from the sense object, you can elevate. Otherwise, you are degrading. is expensive. And for us, the problem is, we don't think, oh, I detached from this sense object, I detached from this. Simply, the process is very, very simple. Use everything in Krishna's service. Because it's beyond the three modes. And therefore, no problems. You have to eat Take Pashavali, you have to hear, hear Krishna, what is the problem? So simple process. In that process, the mind becomes very clear. Then the mind is able to see the soul because it's very clear. Right now, if my glass is so contaminated, right? although I'm wearing my glass, I cannot see because the contamination is there. The soul sees the outside world through the mind. Now, if this specs is clear, then I can see. If it is contaminated, I cannot see. So if the mind is clear, one is able to see the soul, perceive the soul. This is a process, Krishna consciousness process,
1: given by our founder and Shane About later. Yep.
0: Later, after the class. You can ask questions. Yeah. So this is a process given to us by Srila Prabhupada. What a wonderful process. Clearing process. Cleaning process. Hmm? And not only that, this world Sri Chaitanya Prabhu very nicely says, three things are important. When we are taking birthright, he talks about the three points. What is that? Do anyone remember? Nature, nurture, culture. The three things also is very important in our forming the samskaras impression. So, what is nature? Priya, What is nature? Nature, nurture, culture. Yes? What is nature?
1: Our
0: inclination, our natural inclination Yes! Nature means sova Sova, our What I made up of That is swab. It is nature Then culture, what is a culture?
1: Association
0: Culture is where I am born. See, I am born in South India. And my culture will be based on that state. Yeah? My language, my style, my, the, the, the festivals and functions, and the eating style, everything depends on my culture, where I am born. Yeah? That is culture. So we know what is nature, which is suabao. So Second one, culture is our. Set up where I am born, which state, which country, all this matters and what language, all this matters where I am put into that. The third one is? Nurture. Nurture. What is nurture? How you be brought up. Yes, upbringing. Family upbringing. If I am born to a meat eater, I will eat only meat. I am not going to eat fruits. but that's later but when you are born I am talking when you are born it matters and therefore the samskara will change obviously that is why we have got a process but I am just saying what are the things that influence our impressions yeah because you are you are just doing the same thing again and again so impressions are created you are not rubbing the board. so eat something you know whether you eat or you smoke or you drink or something, whatever may be. Again and again again and again, impressions. And then it becomes a, a cycle. What is the cycle? Vritti. Vritti is a thought, it come. Next is impressions, samskaras done. And then it gives to vasana, tendency. And that is a, a stored in chitta, in the consciousness. And that produces karma. And because of that, you get a psychophysical body. It's a rotation. Anything in the Chitta consciousness means very bad. It's going to create another body. See, even for us, you know, it may sound a little bit odd or rude also, but it does not matter whether you are a devotee or a non-devotee. It does not matter. We will have reapers. But, Krishna says, if you become my pure devotee, then there is no real Unless you become a pure devotee, the chances are very limited. Yeah? Krishna takes care of us. See, I'm not saying that, okay, Krishna is going to leave us high and dry. But the point is we should endeavor to become a pure devotee. Yeah? Otherwise, uh, uh, the birth and death is going to come. Next birth also we may become a devotee.
1: Yeah? But we should
0: endeavor to become clear, become purified. That's a point. Very important point, I said. Endeavor to become a pure devotee. Okay. Now, when we spoke spoke about Swabhava, there is a story to discuss. Because I I know that all of you are a bit tired and you know. So a story will make us happy. Svabhava's so, story. <coughs> do you know the story of a tiger and a traveler? No. You know? Okay. You know, would like to know? Of course. Then, what's a tiger? <coughs> what would a tiger do? The tiger was fish. Yeah. yeah? And it used to hunt and hunter. Now, in the process, the tiger also became old. It became an old tiger. Then it was being very tired you know, to look for the food. So it was thinking, I should have a retirement plan. I should have at least more superannuation animation fun. <laughs> if I don't have superannuation, who's going to give me? Pension. Krishna comes next. So, as a tiger was seeking, by Krishna's mercy, it got one gold banjoe. He took the banjoe and said, okay, this is my super now I can retire okay? Once you have a super you can retire it, correct? Adma Prune was better. <laughs> so, the retirement plan of uh, our tiger has come with a gold ring, nice beautiful gold ring, it found somewhere on the road. Then it sort of let me plan. So, what it did, let me become a a devotee, a devotee. So, it went, it put a pillar, and it put all the dhoti and all that, and it went nearer down. It's a story. Down, and it sat in front of the dam, yeah, next to that was a gold ring. But till it's a tiger, okay, so some of the people at listened to asking, hey tiger, what are you doing? He said, I have become old, I am renounced. I have done lot of pious and impious activities. But especially more impious because I have been killing people around there. Now I want to purify. Be I want to be pure soul. And therefore I'm trying to meditate and all that. So some of the people said, oh very nice, very nice. They were still very far from the tiger. Again, <laughs> okay, the tiger said. Okay. Then one of this guy, not obviously you know, someone has to become a victim. So <laughs> one guy came closer to the tiger and said, what are you doing? He said, the tiger said the same thing. And he said, listen, I've got this gold ring. What is the use of me? my gold ring? It's a waste. If you want, you can take it. Okay. Then uh, that guy said, oh, you're a tiger. I can't believe you. said, okay, what can you do? Even when people change, people don't believe. Okay, what do I do? I'll take this gold ring, and put it into a pond, you know, next to the a pond. Okay. It's a quicksand pond. I throw it there, you can take it. But the person did not realize. You know what is a quicksand? When you go, you keep drowning. You, know? you cannot escape out. Once you go into that pond, you cannot come out. Because it's in. You, you know? So when you put that, the tiger put that, this guy thought, okay, I can go and take it. You know, It's in water. I need it, you know? and it looks like the tiger is, uh, you know, wise. He doesn't want to. what he says is that the moment he went there, he got stuck into the pond, and then the tiger came forward and he said, I'm going to help you. Again, he this man believed, so he was telling, he gave his hand, you know, to pull that the tiger pulled and had a very good prasada. So, what do we? learn from this doesn't matter we have done lot of austerities I have done lot of austerities, I have done lot of chanting but still my svabhava will not change easily okay? be precious. so it is not easy to change the svabhava of a person it's a very, very slow change. I'm not telling this to put everyone off, but it's a fact. <laughs> sometimes Bhagavatam is very tough too. Swami Maharaj, in one of the class, yeah, he was just basically talking. He was looking at me also. He said, "He said sometimes Anas and will take a few lifetimes." And he looked at me. And I said, well, what else? <laughs> <laughs> hope, hope. No hope. I thought. He looked at me and he said, sometimes Anatanikriti will take a few lifetimes. He looked at me. So what does it mean? <laughs> that Swabhava is not easy to change. And it may take a few lifetimes. So we have to be seriously endeavoring. It's not that That yes, I become a devotee, then you know, uh, Krishna will take care of me and everything is done. And that's it. It's not like that. Although we are children of Krishna, Krishna will take care. But you know that our process is not a kitten carrying a a, a cat carrying a kitten and walking away, full responsibility. Ours is not like that. Our process, Acharya says, like a monkey and the kid process. The monkey holds the baby. The baby also holds the monkey. Ours is not a cat and a kitten process? Hey, when the cat carries the kitten, the kitten is completely, you know, free. Oh, okay, mummy, do whatever you want. No. Acharya is honest. Our process means you do, Krishna will help. You do, Krishna will help. Oh Krishna, you only help, I'm sorry. No, that's not a process. Sorry. That's We have to do the endeavor and then Krishna will reciprocate. Okay? Again we have to do Krishna and okay? reciprocate. That is how we go up the stairs, you know. You don't, if you want prasadam on the upstairs, you don't stand on the, the first step and you say prasadam prashadam, it's not going to come. If you have to put your leg on the second step, then third step, fifth step. 20 steps and go and sit down. Yes, that is unfortunate. Kapilamuni, interesting enough. In the third canto, 20 chapter, 22nd chapter, 30, sorry, third canto, 32nd chapter from verse number 18 onwards, about a series of verses. Interesting. Notice on um, one. Third canto. 32 chapter. Verse number 18 to up to 28. A series of verses. 8 to 10 verses. He is talking about Prakriti Mah. Kapilamuni. Yeah? The mother of? The yeah, son. Son of the English, right? Kapila, Kapilamani. Uh, Devahuti's uh, son. He is talking about this very very seriously. What is he talking The chapter name is Entanglement Improvement Activities. The Lord condemns Kapila is condemning people who are doing ritualistic activities. But They are our solution consciousness. You know the name Kapilamuni is calling? Can you guess what he is saying? What is the name he is calling? That? A person who is interested only in your welfare, Karma Kanda, me, my family, my friends, me, me, me. For them who is interested, although they can do Karma Yoga. That means, uh, Karma Kanda, sorry, Karma Kanda, which means. They can do everything religiously. But they don't know Krishna. They are averse to hearing the in passage for Krishna. You know what Kapil Muni is selling them? If you don't know, see that. Lord condemns people who are performing Vedic Karma Kanda to rituals but averse to hearing the nectar of the activities of Supreme Personality of Godhead are compared to stool-heating hawks. The same people Krishna has glorified in Bhagavad Gita. What is the Lord saying? Lord is saying Tapa. What is Tapa? Austerity. What is Dāna? Charity. Charity. What is sacrifice? Yajya. Yajya, Dāna, Tapa. Sacrifice, austerity and charity. Even great souls (coughs) must do that for their own purification. Krishna is saying, that Lord Krishna is saying, Krishna is talking about these people. people. You know, even if you do you know, ritualistic activity, that is fine. If you do Tana, Tapa, Dana, dana Yagya, you please don't stop it, continue. It is good. It purifies you. But, the same process, if someone is doing and they got an to Krishna, the Supreme God, then absolutely it is useless. For a couple Yeah? So coming back to this modern civilization, what is the modern civilization doing? The modern civilization is encouraging mode of ignorance and action. It does not want mode of goodness. And therefore, what would be what would be the next destination if what do Krishna says Prabhupada if you are in a mode of passion what is your next destination here only yeah in the same if you are in a mode of ignorance (coughs) down or animal not that you are going to always go down you can also become an animal Mode of ignorance means animal. Mode of passion means human. Mode of goodness means semi-gods. Even demi-gods, if they are not pure, they are not going back to Krishna. They have repeated births, okay? Because we think, oh, demi-gods, they go to Krishna like that. No. It all depends. They They are all elevated souls, though. But if their consciousness goes down, they have to come back. Manikvara and Nalakva, he saw that. They are demigods, okay? They are not ordinary people. Some of the you know how open they are? We are meeting Dhamma every day. Demigods have become trees. What do you talk about this? And Krishna has to come and purify them and to you know give a different destination. So it's not that demigods are going to go up all the time, they can come down too. Okay? Imagine god becoming a tree, not even an animal. No movement. So this is what is this process talking about? Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavad is all talking about this. Mahar. Mahar makes it you a know, path process. And this is meant only for humans. The liberty mark and pragmatity is not meant for animals or demons. It's meant for humans. Humans need to follow religiosity. Religion. Religion means scriptures. Love of God. Okay. And finally, to conclude, Shilohar says, Brahmanda, Jeeva, Guru, Krishna, When one becomes intelligent, he takes to the process of Navrati mantra, the path of liberation, and thus, instead of rotating within this material world, he returns home back to body. Yeah? So, the process is to conclude what we have to do is initially, yes, one may take the path of Prabhupti Mah, which is regulated sense enjoyment. But sooner one should move to Nibriti Maha, which is the path of spiritual advancement. And then one then onwards, one must progress. And in that way, one can stop the cycle of birth and death. Otherwise, the cycle of birth and death will continue regardless whether you are a devotee or a non-devotee. If one becomes a pure devotee of Krishna, then one can go back to Krishna's abode and in that way he can stop the cycle of birth and death. Otherwise, it continues. That is what they are okay? So i stop here. And if there is any quick questions or comments, you will see. Because sometimes when I hear the Srimad Bhagavatam online, I do not know the question. I do not know the question. So it's a good idea to take a mind. Sometimes he religion. So what do you think of Amish, mother? Life of King Amish. So what is it? what do you know or what do you want? Is there, is, is there the right path? How King Amrish was advancing so purely, so wholeheartedly? So, what are you doing about it? Amrish Maharaj. Amrish is a pure devotee. He used all his senses in the service of the Lord. And therefore, he is a pure devotee. So the particular will be that we should also engage everything in Krishna's service. Because all the senses, eyes, use for seeing Krishna, ear for hearing Sri Bhagavata, mouth for chanting Krishna's hands so for washing Krishna's temple, leg for bairama, everything used. So we should use that as an example. And if not all the senses, at least one sense we can use, for Krishna, chanting. Our process. Given by our founder and is Shravanam and Ketana. Then all other processes will follow. First is the fundamental aspect of devotion service is Shravanam and Ketana. Hear and chant, chant and hear, all will follow. Yes. Hi, Krishna Prabhu. Thank you for the
1: class. Uh, I'm actually a little bit confused about the pious activities because sometimes pious uh, can also refer to as devotional. So because like in the case of Ajahnar, um he did pious activities and he, he did his personality as a brahmana but it's not like a part of his duty also to worship the Lord. So then is that devotional or is that pious in the sense we spoke about pious today?
0: Can you repeat the last <laughs> sentence of Ex- Love, yes. So uh,
1: in the case, in the story of Ajamal, uh, he did his prescribed duties. So before he uh, t- t- took up some activities, he did his prescribed duties as Brahman. But uh, I just, like, maybe I'm wrong, so you can please correct me, but I think that a part of the prescribed duty is worshiping the Lord. So then, would that be devotional, like, when he did that? Because it's a bit, sometimes it's confusing like in pious if that's good karma or if that's devotional activity. And in the case of Ajahnar, he could have worshipped the Lord as part of his prescribed duties duty, so then does, is that devotional?
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <coughs> now, the scripture says that Ajahnar was a Brahman. He did not say that he was a Vishnu. Yeah? So he did brand the religion as what prescribed duties. Brahmana, Vaishya, Vaishnava Sutra. And therefore, Ajandra was executing his Brahminical activities, which is his prescribed duties, and therefore he was leading pious activities. A devotional service we have to understand is beyond pious and impious activity. Devotional service in Bhagavad Gita is termed as akama, which is not producing times how he okay? So when someone does a prescribed duties, they get good karma. When someone violently the prescribed duties, which is karma, then they get impious activities. So initially when Ajahnar was young, he was doing his brahminical prescribed duties and therefore he was getting a lot of pious values. But later on because of the slip, You know, he was doing impious activities. For his pious, he will be rewarded. For the impious, he will be punished. But his impious was so much than the pious. And therefore, the Arabas thought that let let us punish him first before we give the reward. But due to this, or something, Do, maybe I'm you know, just uh, thinking, maybe through one of his lifetime or one of his early days, he would have seen a version he would have said that, ah, whatever, maybe. I don't know. Or he was have what something, some sukriti, he would have given a banana to them, something, I don't know. Some sukriti has done in terms of devotional service. And therefore, that has helped him. out know? To keep the son's name as Narayana. Because a person who is sinful, right? They won't be keeping the son's name as Narayana. Some Sukrati is there. And because that every time when he was calling Narayana and Narayana, his uh, devotional religious was increasing. Something like that. You know? See, initially when we come to Krishna consciousness, You know, we don't have much <laughs> Because the devotees mercy mercy and we have very small faith. As they progress in Krishna consciousness the faith increases, knowledge increases and Lord's mercy also increases. You know, like that. Did I answer your question?
1: simply named his son Narayan which helped him because uh, because I was also thinking that but it's not related directly related to the past today but I was also thinking that because he, he had chanted he chants Narayan's name so much on calling out his son, but it was only towards at the point of death when the when the young Duttas had come and the Vishnu Duttas came basically. So, but I have heard that the, because at the point of death his chanting was offenseless like without offences but until that time he was just chanting with offences because he was still committing simple activities so that's why they came the, the Vishwantantans mm-hmm. at that point
0: but, yeah. you can see as the chapter as the chapter unfolds you see a lot of things really clearly. Gantaraj Srimad Bhagavad Jagantur Jai.